What's up? What's up? What's up? This, this is your boy, Country Boy, from the Cut Podcast, from One Mike uh, Black History Podcast. Uh, I'm with my man, D. Murph. He brought me back again. We're talking about, you know, family, family and stuff, stuff that I love to talk about, I ramble on about. I got my man, Quentin Simpson, in here with us also. This has been an amazing episode, and I'm so excited that I got to join back with you guys. Yo, man, it's your man, Q, again, back for like the umpteenth time. Um, this time we also, you know, Murph actually brought me in with another dope podcast, you know, uh, Country Boy. Uh, great episode, man. We appreciate uh, Murph, like always. We don't want to blow his head up too much, though. You know, he already Hollywood. Now he going to hit the tracks. Yeah. But, hey, Murph, appreciate you, big boy. Yo, 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 drop it for me. You are not tuned in to family, too. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pop, come on this thing. This has been Joy. Hey, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? This is your boy Q from Chopping Up With Q and the Critical Dub Network. And you are tuned in to the Playing With T. Yeah. It's official, man. Now here's your host, D-Bugs. Let's do it. It's that time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to the flagrant two with the big homie D Murph, where I literally and I mean literally always got something to say, verbally or even non-verbally. Y'all ready? I know I'm ready. Let's do it. Hey y'all, I'm pumped. I'm stoked. I had to bring both of these brothers back, man. A lot of similarities This guy bringing out another podcast We don't always have to agree Was the title with Country Boy From the Cut Podcast On one end Welcome, welcome, welcome Thank you, thank you for having me man. I'm glad to be back man It's gonna be, fun. It's gonna be dope I was hey, about man. to curse, I don't know I, I probably could curse but Go ahead and cuss man <laughs> Hey, you're on the flagrant too You're on the flagrant too If you, As long as you don't cuss me out or the guest, <laughs> you can say whatever you want to say. I, I, I promise. And then yeah, on the other no, end, gonna, go, ahead. go ahead. Nah, I was gonna say it's gonna be fucking dope. It's gonna be dope. Let me, let me, let me get it out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Get it out. It's gonna be fucking dope. Y'all heard Country Boy. And on the other end, I've been in this game for a minute, a pretty good minute. Educated now, master's degree, doctorate. I lost count. He always uh, in the education world. Added another addition to his family as well. Uh, podcast with VJ, chopping it up with Q. Q, Mr. Quentin Simpson. Welcome back to the Flavor Two. What it is, man. Uh, it's been a minute, man. Murph, how's everything, man? You know, it's glad to be back. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, man. Let's go ahead and get this thing popping. You already know what it is. Huh? What's popping? Hey, little <laughs> my bad. I'm like, my music my music side started kicking in. But man, <laughs> I, I wanted to um yeah, bring both of y'all on, man. Like I said, two dope brothers, man, in this podcast game. Family man. And I want to start off with Country Boy. When we recorded, the baby wasn't here yet. Right. Now that the baby is here, congratulations, man! What, what, what has been the experience now being a father? Um, you know, I was talking about this a couple of weeks ago with uh, my sister-in-law, and I was like, "It's not a whole lot of parenting being done at this point." Like, you know, most most of my daily concerns consist of me just keeping this little dude alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, eating. He, he he is burping, you know what I'm saying, you know, washed up, that sort of thing. He's not even, like, fun right now. <laughs> He's not even fun right now. There's no, it's nothing from him. You know, you try to make him laugh, and he just look at you like you're stupid. Um, <laughs> but I really, I, I enjoy it, man. It's it's a couple of times, um, like, you, I be super frustrated. I'm like, yo, you know, go to sleep. Well, why are you crying? You don't have nothing to cry about. All your needs are met. Hmm. But, you know, he'll, you'll pick him up and he'll lay his head on your shoulder. Or he, he does this thing where he, like, touts his bottom lip. And as soon as he does it, I'm like, yo, who you want me to kill? I mean, anybody. <laughs> I do it. Facts. <laughs> facts. Facts. 
Nah, yeah, so yeah, up. I'm loving it. I'm loving that's it. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Q for for the listeners out there, man. Haven't heard from you as a as a recent or as much. How have you been? Again, congratulations on the new addition to your family. Uh, in addition to getting your degree, man. Talk to us, man. Yeah. Was yeah, keep us informed, man. Yeah, man, that's that's probably the main reason I've been kind of low key here the last what six months or so because I was in school for like uh, about two years or so, and I was trying to record and do all that. And man, when I say time was like limited, <laughs> <laughs> because it was nothing like every week you had like some kind of paper you had to write at the end of the month or something mm-hmm. like that, you know. 12 page papers and stuff like that so it was like really time consuming so i released some like here and there and then i know uh v was also in transition because she had just moved too so we just had a lot of transitional things going on but we're trying to get back at it consistently and yeah i did get a little uh a little son this time actually you know i already had two daughters hey congratulations look at that yeah, man. You got to stop with the congratulations first, because we we thought it was a good idea to start like completely over. Like I got older kids. <laughs> I got, man, I did the math the other day. I said, man, by the time my baby girl gets ready to graduate, this little dude only gonna be nine. Huh? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna be that old parent, like. Well, I think like 51 by the time he graduates. So yeah. But, ah, nah, it's you know we life. uh we age well, man. You'll you be looking 35. So you'll be good. Hey man, <laughs> I'll be at the age where I don't care, so I'm willing to embarrass them in any and every point. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So I, I gotta ask y'all uh, I gotta ask y'all this question. Um obviously I, I have boys as well. Did you want to carry on the name as a junior or the third or even the fourth for y'all? They name after the boys name after y'all. Man, I go ahead. I, I, cause I, it's a story. I got a story. Um, me personally, nah, man. Okay. Cause, uh, I thought about it, but then I was like, man, I'm gonna let him make his own legacy or whatever. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> he may look like me. Huh. He gotta live with that. So, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he have his own name. I'll let him have that. that that'd be his thing. Okay, okay. Country boy, what you got? So I'm a I'm already a junior. Okay. So I'm already a junior, and um, I hate my middle name with the passion. Gotcha. So I have been I have been telling my wife this for years. Like, yo, I hate my middle name. I don't like when people call me that. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, when she found out we were having a boy, she was like, I was like, she was like, well, since you hate your middle name, I'm not going to make him uh, the third. So, you know what I'm saying? We're going to give him something different, you know? And then she was like, well, I don't really like your middle name either. And I was like, I mean, I hate my middle name, but not enough to pass it on. Like, I still want to get it to somebody. Yeah. She's like, no. She's like, no. And then, you know, you know how women are. They've been coming up with these names for years. Huh. Like, she's been marinating on this name for a while. So, like. It got here, and I was like, yo, for real, though, for seriously, the third. Like, we can can nickname him Trey. It could be a legacy. It's a whole thing. Yeah. She's like, nah. And then she's like, nah, we're going to do. We're going to give him your middle name. So, like, he's like Braden Michael Motley. And I'm like, it's not the same. I mean, it's the same, but it's not the same. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, now that he's here, I'm I'm, I'm over it. A little piece of me is like, man, you could have been the third, man. But the fact that he looks exactly like me, you know, I guess that's enough. I'll take yeah. that. Yeah, you get something <laughs> out of it. Because now she's, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Oh, man. I thought you was going to say something like, yeah, man, you know, my middle name, Bartholomew. <laughs> you know, I ain't really rocking nah. <laughs> it. It's, it's actually Jerome. And, uh, you know, because of Martin, like, oh, they, huh. they feel that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're already. <laughs> I'm not even gonna it's answer that, big dog. You already don't like it, so I'm not gonna make it worse. I'm, a, I'm gonna be a good host on this episode. But no, man, congratulations again to you both, man. And I know this. I get this question even as of recent. Uh, any, any more uh, kids in, in, in the works for 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 for, for y'all families? Right, that's a wrap, B. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> 
chicken and uh like my old lady she'd be like yeah i want uh some redfish and stuff you're like yo okay hold on how much is that per person you know <laughs> yeah. the blaze is like 20 bucks a, a piece so huh. <laughs> you know <laughs> and but yeah man it's like when you really look at a lot of the stuff that your parents had to go through it, it really makes you appreciate it though absolutely yeah absolutely. and appreciate and appreciate them what yeah. they had to yes sir yeah. so parents we love y'all thank you thank you thank you thank you Country boy, country boy, big dog, man, you 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 dropping a, a, a another podcast, one mic, Black History yeah. Podcast. Yeah, come on, man, tell it, tell us about it, man. Um, so I had this. I've been marinating this idea for a while about a Black History Podcast because I really didn't feel like anyone was um was really doing it. You mm-hmm. know, it's really. And the people that do that are out here doing history podcasts are not really people of color. Like off off the top of my head, I can only name maybe a handful of people. Like you know, Black History Buff being one that specifically do this sort of thing on on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And even then with not to knock his podcast, but a lot of people do podcasts where it's really um, episodic. So you might talk about this one guy and you kind of jump around. So one episode, I'm talking about this guy. And next episode, I'm talking about a completely different era, completely different people. Yeah. You know, I had this idea where I would show like uh, a span or an idea of a complete an era. So I know it seems like I'm doing a lot of riots, but that's because this particular time period, right after World War One, was a you know um, the birth of the New Negro and moving started moving into the freedom movement, and I wanted to show the mindset that black people had and how they got to that point and how black veterans after world war one kind of pushed black people towards not being victimized no more you know picking up weapons and maybe the odds are against you but we're going to strive to not take this shit anymore and to fight for our freedom so um that's basically what i'm doing now in this series about um in my first season it didn't start this way. I really just wanted to do the Tulsa Tulsa Massacre. Mm-hmm. But as I went and started researching the Tulsa Massacre, it kind of snowballed. And I was like, oh, well, this happened and this happened and then this happened. So I need to talk about that. So go. here I am. Here I am. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm really proud of it. Um, it's It's been hard because I didn't. You know, I've had a podcast for a year now, a group thing. Yeah. But doing a solo project where it's just you. It's completely fucking different. No doubt. That's why I don't do it no more. <laughs> I lasted two months. I said, I got to get me a co-host, ASAP, or another guest. I'm telling on myself, y'all, for real. So hard. It's so hard. And defining your voice. And 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 I thought I could just read. I've created a script and just read it. And it's just not the case. Yeah. It takes an hour to make you know the tape a 25-minute show mm-hmm. because you're constantly stopping and starting and redoing and and then after that, you had to edit, and that takes three times as long. So, yep. I mean, I, I love it, and I hope people appreciate it, but it's it's hard. That's why I'm, like, pushing that Patreon hard. Not because I need the money, but because it's a lot of fucking work, and I really want, if you like this, I need you to support me financially so yeah. I have an incentive to continue to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> That's fair. That's the hell yeah. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Uh, but yeah, I, mean, I, I love it. It's funny when you talk about history because we... <sighs> Now, you gonna give me a whole other topic? Hey but, Q, you know, Q, Q, you on the flagrant too? You, I, you, you, I paired y'all love for a reason. You did not just say you got your doctorate or masters, whatever. You educated, yeah. so go ahead. We gonna talk history today. Go ahead. No, no, it's just funny because there's so much revisionist history that goes on, and it's, it's almost like I hate it, especially when all this stuff started popping off. And I tell people, you know what? This was. The whole situation with George Floyd was a catalyst for a whole bunch of other things. We just tired of it, man. You know, people right. tired of having to struggle, work full time and not be able to see any progress, you know. Right. You know, having their neighborhoods not really invested in and then they want to say it. Basically, America has been a proponent of creating a problem and then saying, see, we told you it don't work. It's like, yeah, you removed the engine. Of course, the car's not going to drive. What do you mean? Right. But when you then talk to regular normal people they don't understand the historical implications of anything mostly and so when you're trying to explain this to them they'll just say oh no that's that's not true because i was taught different and it's like you were taught by your granddaddy your your you know someone who had a reason on why they wanted to tell you that right again what really always makes me as when people try to bring in martin luther king and they be like oh yeah he was non-violent i say no no tell the full story (laughs) let's tell the full story let's talk about how he was political and how that's part of the reason that got him murdered so let's let's keep it real but you know we don't talk about that part of history just the the non-violence part that's good man and 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 one of the interesting things why this is one of the reasons why i want to touch on this because um and john oliver kind of mentioned it a little bit in his last episode because he talked about history the time after reconstruction up until the civil rights movement it's like a dark ages for for history mm-hmm. it's black history specifically it's like nothing happened it's like a hey, reconstruction some fucked up shit happened civil rights movement it's all good now and it's not it's not that way it's not the case especially not for black people no. you know what i'm saying it was not it's not a linear slope it was a lot of rough patches and being treated poorly and having to fight fight for that you know Yo, it's 
funny because every moment it looks as if we were making progress there was something else that was created to slow that progress like i remember i had to go and tell a group of white folks on how the middle class was really created and it was through housing practices that the how you know housing uh, fhas and all those things were mm-hmm. deliberately made for you and then ousted us and we didn't have the opp- same opportunities as you to get these homes for like less than ten thousand, to then grow uh, equity in them at like a hundred percent. That's where the middle class was created. But when you tell them that, they're like, "That's not true." And it's like, but when you go back and to school, we didn't. You had to kind of figure this stuff out. For Everybody you. had the same opportunity. You'd be like, "It's fuck out." Of here. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. D Murph, let's let's talk about that. You six foot seven, six foot eight. <laughs> I'm a five <laughs> man. We got the same opportunity to score on a basketball court, but who got the better advantage? Yep, facts. Facts. <laughs> facts. So, never mind. But yeah, they draw it to draw it to sports. Let's talk about yeah. But um it gets real frustrating. Like it was a point where um you just like stay off of social media because you like, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna leave these folks alone because yeah. obviously they ain't working. But that is a pretty, you know, dope project you're talking about though, because I think that's definitely needed for a lot of people at least to spark their interest to look further into the matter right 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 and that's, that's kind of what i want to do is just kind of give you um oh i didn't know that happened oh i wasn't even aware mm-hmm. that this was a this was a thing or this even occurred like like, like the red summer people 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 i had the episode that dropped today about the red summer people who have no idea what the red summer even was I mean, we're talking about 38 major riots over the course over the course of 1919, over one year, and it did mm-hmm. not talk. Nobody even knows anything about it. We had a riot in Wilmington, North Carolina, in I think like 1898, and I didn't even know about it. I live here. I'm like, yo, what the heck, what the fuck? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so this sort of stuff, man. This is I think it's part of schools. We don't even people aren't even aware of it. Yeah, it's like uh, my hometown, Beaumont, Texas. They had a riot there, too. And it's funny because a lot of them start in the same way. Somebody lied on someone else. Yeah. And then they thought that was a free reign to go round up all the Negroes. Yeah. Uh, Rosewood, that was a true story. Of course, in yeah. the film, it's created for film purposes. But Rosewood actually happened. Yeah. Right. right. And and and, and not, not to get too deep. But another thing that I, I wanted to focus on was the treatment, the treatment of, of black black veterans um after civil war and moving up into um world war ii because they uh white folks at the time saw black veterans as as a detriment they didn't like the pride which they exuded upon upon black people and they thought that that pride would rub off on black people and they would want change in their social hierarchy so they would actively pursue and attack black veterans because they they were uh, a, a threat. They were basically a threat to the social hierarchy, you know. So I was like, I need I need to shine a light on this. I need to talk about this. Um, and the what the next episode is about is directly about uh, black veterans during that time period and the issues they faced and troubles they faced. And referring back to my other early episodes, so. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be yeah. dope. I don't want to take y'all on a black history. <laughs> hey, I'm into. You see, I ain't said nothing. I'm up here <laughs> taking notes and, um, yeah, man, like, yo, this was something. Q, no, for real, we need that though. Even as we speak, I told my wife this because, like, we all we all have boys. It's all about our history. Either it's gonna repeat itself on a positive note or a negative note but if it is on a negative note how can we reverse that curse or how can we be prepared to make that change in and when we are faced with whatever you know our people was faced with or the family was faced with so no i i think that's uh definitely a good route and i'm obviously a big supporter that's why i i wanted to have you uh back on so you can at least get more leads and more traction because our people need that because like you said the media and how we grew up in the educational system it was all christopher columbus it was the same thing across the board we like bro then we get older we're like yo that's that was nothing but lies yeah yeah and i think what also comes in is that when you when someone has known something for so long like just think about something simple let's say you were told somebody in your family was this magnificent person yeah 
and then someone else comes and say, <clears throat> yeah, all that was bullshit. Yep. You're, yeah. you're not going to be very yeah. receptive to it. You're going to be like, what? Yeah. That's not true. My great great granddaddy was a great man. It's like, nah, nah. He had, he was running holes. He, he had huh. about, you know, you got, you <laughs> got a whole, like about five other families, and we all. That's not true. That's facts, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is facts. That is facts. So yeah, so yeah. That, that's that's just a, you know a few things that you always got to be aware of too when you're trying to read educate people on it's gonna events. be some things you find out that you might not like that like you said yeah. you're gonna have to accept that the reality and, that and, this person wasn't that and, person. And, and one of the points that i wanted to make uh at least is that i want didn't want to put my slant on it i want to give you the facts of the situation and then you can take away from it what you will so you can't come at me and say, "Oh, you being you putting a political slant on this." No, it's history, nigga. It has a political slant already. It's, it's already there. Pastor, country there. boy, it's in the word. Don't blame me. I'm yeah, just a messenger. Don't blame me. I'm just a messenger <laughs> of the shit that happened. If you don't like it, blame your ancestors. They they the ones fucked it up. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just saying, man. Politics runs everything, man. We yeah, no matter how much you hate it, it's around. <laughs> can't run from it so yeah and and you know and you're speaking about little black boys you know it's it's so dangerous out here for for little black that's one of my chief concerns when i found out i was having a boy that's that shit worries me every single day man Facts. i mean right now right now you know people they love him because he's cute and cuddly and he's a baby <laughs> but he's not always going to be that way right. and i and i and i worry about him going up in a world that doesn't that doesn't like him right yeah. hates him, really like the fact that when he turns 15 he's going to be viewed as a grown man a grown man and a dope. Yep. boy <laughs> you know this yeah. is a baby by times you know perspective but you know now i actually had some of the similar things um you know because you know as a father the first thing you always want to do is try to shield your kids from the world right at right. least the main issues and you realize you know after a while you can only do so much right because you're not always there Right, and I think that's the biggest part of being a parent. Where you're like, nah, I feel like if I was there, I could have did this, and it's can't be everywhere. Right, yeah. can't even try. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But now that's good though, man. So again, make sure y'all check out the podcast One Mike Black History Pod with brother on the other end, Country Boy. And if before you need you a guest, before you move on, I wanted to mention. I thought that thing was clever as hell when I made it up. I'm not going to lie to you. Hey, shoot, man. Toot your own horn. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? When I was like, I was like, my name's Mike. It's one Mike. It's just me on the... you like, oh, man, double entendre. I feel that. Double entendre. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him with it. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. you good. You good. Hey, man. I told y'all this. Right now, I'm starting... I don't even know if it's a series, but I want to start bringing in more than one person on the flagrant two for the next few months. So when y'all start seeing more than one person on the titles, it's just something I want to bring more people together just for the audience and the listeners. And, and it's just good content for our, for our culture. So now if you want to add more, both of y'all are hosts. Both of y'all are men that can speak. So, hey, I'm, I'm just using the platform and it's recorded. So, hey, hey I baby. Whatever y'all gotta say And add to it More than welcome But Q Country boy This your future guest On one of those episodes By the way Just wanna throw that out yeah. there Yeah Yeah, yeah. I'm, always, I'm always open for guests We uh Cause with me and V We kinda go The problem with uh With me and V recording Is that we We like to talk about so much And there's so much to talk about <laughs> It is a lot <laughs> To talk about for sure yeah, and so like even our last episode, we ranged from you know we may talk about something that's just going on that's like silly, and then we may talk about this particular actual issue, but that's right. also why we we do like to bring guests on because I like hearing other people's uh, perspectives. Yeah, um, right. And that was actually how I even started up chopping over Q because it was kind of built like a I guess say like a nighttime show where you just bring on different guests from different areas and you talk about you know what they got going and throw right. out questions and this and that and that's how i first built and then i was like who yeah i was like i like you know like bringing on guests all the time but having to reach out to everybody at every time and it was like okay i'm gonna just make this i'm gonna give me a guest a permanent guest and that's where 
I actually reached out to V and kind of just ran from there. So, congratulations, wow. man! Yeah, man, that's crazy. From a guest to actually rocking and supporting the brand, that's dope. Yeah, I know, right? That's dope. <laughs> well, shit, that's that's the same with me with Big Roy. Big Roy was a guest. Then after a while, I was like, "Yo, you want to be my co-host for the for the White Night Sports?" And uh, umpteen years later, still kicking. So, country boy, I'm not saying take what I said or cue, but if you ever need a guest on your your other platform, you know, just it yeah. might be a guest. I, I mean, I, I, and I always I'm always looking for guests because I like once again, like you said, I like people's perspective. Yeah, um, and one of the things about my show is is like the only constant there is me. Everyone else on the show is is interchangeable. I mean, I know most of those guys are on there a lot, but that's because they're consistent. So I right. know you're gonna come through. Right. I know you're gonna come through. But everyone else, like I, I constantly try to have different people on there so they can have add some uh, context and discussion. It's, the only difficult part is getting is getting women. Um, on the show because most of the time you know they just i'll be like yeah you want to do this you want to do it and they initially they're like yeah sure but then they don't come through i think i need to switch my thought process and start talking to podcasting women about it and see their ideas on it because you know most of the people that i have on my podcast are people i know i know yeah. these dudes personally i know these dudes personally and what ends up happening is they get on the show initially and they are afraid that they're going to say something crazy or yeah. they're going to mess up. And I'm like, nah, that's, just that's be the you. best content. Yeah. That's yeah, the best just, content. Just be yourself. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? If you say something like crazy, crazy, I'm going to cut it out. I'm about to say he going <laughs> to save you or we going to save you as editors. We, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, we're not going to let you drown or get canceled from the culture. Yeah. I mean, but, but here's the thing. No one ever really gets canceled unless you have like, like for us, and I'm not, I'm not knocking us, but we're indies. We're small indie podcasters. And for the most part, you can't cancel me. I don't have no bosses. You have nothing you can hang over my head. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you say, oh, we, I'm not rocking with you, I'm still going to make an episode next Facts. week. So, you know, um, but you really can't, you really can't hurt me. On the other hand, I'm still not going to be going out here and actively, you know, taking shots at Beyonce because I realize that's, that's going to be a fucking problem. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. be reckless about it. But yeah, you know, I'm not gonna be reckless about it. I'm gonna so. say what I feel and keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I did make a mistake the other day when you know Beyonce new album came out. I was like, yo, I'm not rocking with that. And it was like, oh, the bravery. You know, I'm gonna delete that because I ain't really. You could have used that as clickbait though, or bait yeah. just to get more people to follow you or tune into the show. I mean, I, I really don't. I really don't. I mean, I, I'm not saying anything, I didn't say anything bad. I'm just saying I don't rock with her like that, you know. And they were like, "Oh, the bravery." I'm like, "It's brave that I can say that I'm not really a fan." Like, yeah, is that man. you can't go against Queen Bay? What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> <laughs> or at least don't make it obvious, not just flat. But that's the world we live in, though. Like, it's it's hard, or people make it difficult to not follow the wave or not follow the trend so no i salute you for putting it out there man everybody ain't for everybody period yeah that's, and that's what i tell people it's like what's good for you ain't for me dog it's people to this day don't even like michael jackson for whatever oh he can't sing i'd be like huh yeah i call him silly but hey you know that's <laughs> <laughs> exactly i'm not i'm not gonna bash you on social media because you don't like michael jackson that doesn't make sense <sighs> Some people still debate if Jordan is the greatest basketball That's why I'm about to say that too. My my sports <laughs> side was gonna kick in. With Mervin, LeBron, Kobe, Wilt, Bill Russell. I'm like, I still think Mike, you know, yeah, the dope, but I'm not gonna it, fight man. you. I'm sorry. If you if you didn't watch last dance coming away thinking Mike was the greatest, you you not doing something right. Like <laughs> you wouldn't watch if you didn't watch last dance and say this nigga's amazing. Like <laughs> Yo, man, I, I, just, I actually just finished that, and I was like, I knew he was the dope. Because, I mean, to be honest, we came in towards the last part of Mike's career. You know, we right. we were, I think when he did his first three-peat starting in, what, 90? 91, was, 91, 91 through 93. Yeah. I was nine. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. What, I was, what, five? So, yeah, we, <laughs> I was nine, big dog. I remember, yeah, though. We saw, we saw it, but we didn't really know what we were Right, no, nah, that's real, so, though. That's real. And um, but yeah, like that last three P, you realize you're like, yo, that's that's hard. I don't yeah. care what sports you play, it's hard to win that many in the yeah. span of your career. 
and yeah, give it to Bill. That's fine. Yeah, Bill Russell got the most titles. I give him that. That's great. However, Jordan is what got people to watch the NBA. Yeah, right. I, I, honestly, I mean, like with, within Last Dance, Jordan came out. You could tell this was his. This was his thing because Jordan came out smelling like a rose. It's the rest of the niggas who like Horace Grant. Like, what? Like, you had me on here. You made me look like a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> he did though, but. Everybody but started hating on Jerry Cross too. Like, yeah, I even now, I ain't, like, yeah, I ain't care for Jerry. But for Pippen <laughs> though, I was more on the fence of that was showing Pippen was showing his vulnerability though. Like, I think that was the dopest part of the last dance. Personally, like, yo, Tony Kukoc taking the last shot. Man, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm going. I'm not gonna play. I, you know, I'm gonna sit this out. And then he when Kukoc hit that game yeah. winner against the Knicks, then he was like, you know what? And Pippen grew. After that, and when Mike came back, Pippen was a whole other player because of that. So I'm always looking at the positives from situations. So I don't even think, in my eyes, Pippen didn't look bad. I think that just showed he overcame a lot to be arguably the best two-way player in NBA history. Now, now but, go ahead. I was going to say, it was also dope that Jordan – you know, we already knew this, but he basically came out and said, you know, without Pippen, hey. he was like, one, well, that was the best team I ever had. Thank you. And he basically hinted that if it weren't, if he weren't on the squad, we don't win that many. Thank you. So, so that that's all I want to say. But go ahead, country boy. Now I was going to say that that year that Jordan was out, that team that Pippen was the leader of was a, was a very good fucking team. Yes, like, it you was. just lost your best player, arguably the best player of all time, and they still were a really good team. Yes, they were. And... And I feel like he did earn the right to shoot that last shot. And the idea of giving it to Tony Kukoc should have felt like a slap in the face. And the only thing to say this entire thing is him hitting the shot. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Because if you'd have missed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, history yeah. is a funny thing, man. History is a funny thing. Hey, which, you know, it's also be, um, I know people always talk about it because they'll say he, he didn't play that many games. But we're gonna talk about how Orlando is like the only team to beat Prime Jordan in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you how how crazy it is. I had blocked that loss from my mind. I didn't even realize it happened. I was like, Jordan lost. What yeah. The hell did that yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and 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 what's odd is I was uh, I was a Penny fan, man. To this day, Prime Penny. Whew. Oh man. Yo, Prime Penny was probably the next most marketable player. Marketable, in yes, yeah. that was a key word. He yeah, had like, Tyra everybody Banks. Remember the little oh. Penny commercials? <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't even have to watch basketball. You knew what those were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. His shoes. Yeah, he's still selling them shoes to this day. He's still selling them. Hey man, I got I got the, his first pair. He ever came out. They weren't officially called pennies yet. They was just uh, things like Nike Air Ups or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it But y'all see what we said History tends to repeat itself yeah, it does. Them shoes was Like you said prime penny And mm-hmm. they, they might be more now Than what they was back then Yeah definitely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean I'm a, I'm a sneakerhead So like 225, 250 For some phones like, yeah. yeah them phone positive yeah. yeah man yeah. I mean they, they used to Phone boxes were always high. They used to sell phone pilots on the fact that they had that hard shell and it was difficult to make. But these days, I'm like, nigga, it's 2020. Them shoes yeah, are this, not no 225. Absolutely <laughs> not. You, you only doing that because it's nostalgic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, I was also laughing at that last dance. They said that everybody used to hoop in Converse. And I was like, man. Yeah, Converse and Reebok. today, your ankle will explode. Like, <laughs> I, I give them dudes much credit for the idea that you even play professionally in a pair of fucking Converse. Yes. No <laughs> protection on your soul, ankles. Like, it was, yeah. And even 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 Jordans, the Jordans, yeah. those are not those are not performance shoes. Those are shoes. Those are uh, 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 casual shoes. Yeah, stylish shoes. Yeah. At least like, the first few, they was not yeah. for for hooping. Yeah. Oh, I'm, like I'm the recent saying. ones, they they they're they're, they're hooping shoes. The, yeah, the thirty twos, thirty threes, they hooping shoes. Yeah, yeah. 
Your tours? Nah. Shit, even Jordan even said, hey, when he was, uh, went to Madison Square Garden, he was like, right. when he brought back the ones, he was like, yo, I know my feet gonna hurt. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, when I saw that in the last dance, I was like, oh, nigga, you stupid. You can't hoop no one. <laughs> you can't hoop no one. It was balling still. <laughs> it was balling. <laughs> his ankle was bleeding. That's what yep. you get. That's what you get. <laughs> Oh man! Hey man, if somebody <laughs> come out hooping either some Blazers, Converse, yeah. or some ones, is either one of two things: they don't know what they're doing, or they're the best player ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you, you got to pick yeah. your battles on that one. That's good, man. Again, I told y'all we just gonna talk, man. Fatherhood, talk some sports, family men, hit like dog. This is what it's about. That's why I love the flagrant too so much. It's just an open forum. We just gonna you know shoot the breeze, man, or some say shoot the shit, give a gab, and and just keep talking. But I gotta ask y'all another question though, man. To kind of go away from sports and more left field or even right field, depending on how you look at it. Right. Women proposing to men. All of us are married. Right. All of us are married. How, what are your thoughts before I put in my two cents? And the listeners like, thank you, Murph. Because we 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 hear we 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 know what you got to say for the most part. But for these two gentlemen, what are your thoughts on women proposing to men? And the man saying I do. So that's a two part question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what I want to say, but then I'm also trying to figure out what's right to say. So, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, did we just talk about early in the show? I can edit if I need to. <clears throat> you know what? Nah, screw it. I mean, it, this is my opinion. Um, don't at me on this, but I think it's goofy, man. I mean, personally, that's that's me personally. Um, now, again, everything ain't for everybody. If you would do. And you want your old lady to propose to you, and you cool with that, and you, you know, if she love me, dog, she hey, gonna propose to me, bro. If she love me, she gonna propose, fool. Oh, all right, nah, dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. nah. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie. Like if 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 we were dating, me and my old lady, and all of a sudden she got down on one knee and looks up, I'm like, what you need? You need help up? Or huh. yeah. yeah, I'm be like, you need to get up. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, like, don't do that. Don't do that, man. We need to talk about. It. We need. We need to go have a conversation. Yeah. I don't know why you thought I was the one like yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where that phenomenon started. I think it was just after you know. Here's the thing. I know that you know this whole thing about you know ladies shooting their shot, which I have no problems with. You know, right. closed mouths don't get fed, and sometimes do slow to move. And so, if you want to say, "Hey, yo, man, I'm interested. Do you want to go out?" Sure, that's fine, but. Right. Then if you want to say, hey, I think you the one, I want to make you my husband, that, that's a little different. I know it's probably biased as hell, but hey. <laughs> I, I, that's why I, 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 I'm not with that. Not with that. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I, I, every time I do this, I try to come at this at a, at a non-sexist way. Because I mean, for me, that's what that's I like what <laughs> I like to think I'm a progressive, you know what I'm saying? And hey, we're going to go with life 50 50, whatever, whatever. But when it comes to proposing, there's right ways and wrong ways to go about this. And if the, and if a man wanted to be married to you, he would have proposed. The fact that he didn't means that, boo boo, it's not, this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, for instance, when I got, when I first got engaged to my wife, um, uh, I I didn't want to be married. <laughs> I, mm. I was like, but we've been together for we've been getting together for a while, and it was around Christmas. She was like, "This is what you're gonna do? You're gonna buy me a wedding ring. For, you're gonna buy me a wedding ring, and you're gonna propose to me on Christmas." And it's okay. like either you do either you do that, or you will be looking for a place to live by the first. <laughs> so, but on on her giving me that ultimatum. We have been together for like a minute. Exactly. Like yeah. Eight years. It'd have yeah. been eight years. I knew I was running up against this. Yeah. You know? But there's a right way to do this. You put pressure on the man to propose to you and do this shit the right way. If you're telling me that you're gonna get down on one knee, if he was gonna do that, if he was gonna propose, he would have proposed to you. Yeah. The fact that he hasn't, that means he doesn't want to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
like it's not shooting your shot. It's 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 forcing things to happen that that he didn't want to happen. Anyway, you see what yeah. I'm saying? But he told me he loved me, and he just got to get his job stable. Nah, honestly, uh, that's an excuse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. And, and it's funny you mention that because I actually had a homegirl who is like thinking about proposing to Man. her boyfriend, and she hit me. She's like, "What do you think about me proposing?" I said, "That's that's fucking stupid. Don't do that." Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> I agree. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, when I do it, I feel like I I sound old fashioned. I feel like I sound like a, my dad. Like yeah, you know, yeah. you got to get on down on one knee, and and I guess that's that's the that's why it's such a complicated topic because I don't want to tell women that they got to sit back and just receive stuff. However, I don't think most men are built for that. I mean, first of all, most of us are just awkward when we exceed receive gifts from your lady. Yeah, like, facts. You don't even know what to say. You're like facts. Thank you. Like, yeah. Hey, what you want? Yeah. You know <laughs> that type of stuff. But this is also what I used to tell all my homegirls, and I know. Y'all can agree with me or not. Even when you said that your old lady put pressure on you, you was your reaction was like, "Damn!" But you know what? You're right. I feel yep. that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't a big deal. However, right. I also said this: I've rarely met a confused man in my life when it came to who they wanted to rock with or not. That's facts. Yeah. I if he wants you, he gonna let you know. Yeah. And yep. sometimes inappropriately more than once, and that's when you gotta say, "Hey, look, man." No means no, just just chill. Yeah. However, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. You're not gonna be confused on if he like you or not. Yeah. Right. Right. And you're not. And and I mean, to my point with you know getting married, it was not. It was never about her. It was issues that I had with my parents and then being divorced. It wasn't. It was never about her. I just didn't want to be married to anyone. Fact. But I also, that's good. When she was that's like, good. hey, when she was like, hey, you you need to do this, and it's between us. You know, she's not gonna listen to this. <laughs> um, uh, but I was like, when she when she did it, I was like, yo, um, what reason do I have not to get married? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she wants to get married. What? What? Let's weigh out the pros and the cons here. And you know what I'm saying? I had a list of pros, and my cons were non-existent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm so while I'm thinking about this. I was like, yeah, you don't want to get married. But you can't think of one good reason not to do it, mm. this nigga. You stupid. You stupid. You need to go ahead and make this and, and make this happen. You're not leaving. You love her. Stop fucking playing. I so mean, that's true because when you really put it in perspective and yeah. you start thinking about why shouldn't I, it's all speculative at best. Oh yeah. man, what if the real holes come through? What if <laughs> the whole train is leaving and I gotta Back. be on it? No, that don't exist. Okay, cool. Hey man, what if we get divorced? And work, work, try not to. But you know, sometimes things happen. But you can't plan for. You know, yeah, you yeah. can have a contingency plan, but you shouldn't just say, "Hey, failure is imminent." All right, cool, man. Well, if I just ain't got the right amount of money, you ain't gonna ever have the right amount of facts. <laughs> and we got kids. It's never the right time. No, yeah. same way with kids. You're like, I'm gonna wait till I got, I got enough money so I can afford it. You're never gonna be able to afford it. You can't afford kids because you always gonna break even. Uh-uh. <laughs> And I got yeah. a few of them myself, and I'm still yeah. like, yeah. Oh, you got out. <laughs> so yeah, I think that shit's goofy. Don't don't do that, ladies. If you're listening, don't don't propose to your man. Put pressure on him. And for put that man, and for that man that's out there, put that pride and ego aside, big dog, for real. Yeah. Please, and, and and to that point, if you got a, if you got a girl, don't be like me. Don't wait eight years for her to tell you mm. she need to get married. If, if yeah. you've been with a person and you know you're not leaving, you know this person is who you want to be good, with, you need to, you need to do it. You need to go ahead and make that leap. Yeah. On the other hand, if I ever get divorced, though, it ain't. I oh, that's a wrap. Get, no, I'm it's on the I ain't never <laughs> get that again. Wrap. <laughs> I'm, I'm like a, a, a prime, you know, supreme uh, <laughs> college player. Hey, one and done. That's it. <laughs> well, me the big homie on the other end. Well, I said I guess I'm the Marion type of guy, I, I, you know. So hey, <laughs> my mentality though, and I tell people this: I'm a competitor at heart. I'm not gonna lose. Yeah. 
if I took that L the first time, well, damn it, I'm, I'm going to get what I want because I know what I bring to the table. I know it's have a personality. From my perspective, even before, you know, I was old enough to really realize I was going to get married, I was like, man, I, I, for some reason, I was, quote, unquote, the marrying type of guy, which is different, yeah. but that's just me personally. But that, I do respect y'all perspectives because I definitely hit rock bottom, and that's probably the reason why I have – these platforms and my mentality is so much different now than when I was, you know, coming up. So, yeah. you know, and it's actually funny because uh, you were talking about what kept you from wanting to get married, which you know that'd be something to go. You know, talking about everybody's fear because at first, my my dad, so my parents were married for a brief moment, but they were like super duper young, and so it makes sense of why that that didn't really work out. <clears throat> but then. I saw my dad in his new marriage and I was just like, man, if I got to do act like that and make all these concessions and yeah. if she get irate and you say, no, nah, I, I can't do that. That's why I'm not built for that <laughs> because yeah. I already got I already say whatever comes to my mind, which is a plus and a minus. <laughs> so right. I'm, I'm the day point. But I also realized, hey, you know. Marriages are like organic things. It's a, it's a living thing, so it's different for everybody, and yeah. it all depends on who you get with. But that was one of my big fears because I was like, I don't want to get divorced if I do it. I don't want to deal with someone who's hard to, you know, hard to live with. Right. Uh, like, <laughs> That's right. Facts. Oh yeah, definitely. But y'all and, said something. I gotta add this in right quick. It's a lot of people to your point, Q, where I said I'm gonna be myself at the beginning too. I know people that's married Country boy you can add to this in a minute They changed once they said I do and or When they're with their spouse Yep right You'd be like bruh or sis Or not with my, like my case sister But like hey for a you know, woman that you know So again to your point Q Yeah I'm myself The first one can say yeah he's still talkative He's still thinking he this I, You know they both got a lot of similarities At least if they were, ever were to talk about me It'll be a lot of similarities so at least I can say I've been consistent. <laughs> there you go. Like I, it's funny you mention that because people were like, "Mike, you you've grown." I, in my heart, I feel like I'm the same cat I was in '05. Come on, when we first when we first got together. Yeah. But people from the outside are always like, "Mike, you you've grown a lot, and you know, um, your wife has made you better." Well, dear, I that. would like to take that as a compliment, like, hey, that you know, a good woman will will improve you and push you to do do better. You know, my wife has she has mass, a master's degree, and nice. I remember I remember thinking I'm never going to be able to earn reach her earning potential because of how much education she has. Yeah, and it pushed me to do you know to do better to strive to do better. All of that said. I, I feel like if we were to get divorced, I would be that same nigga I was at 05, like, the next day. <laughs> consistent. That's all it's about. As long as you're consistent across the board. So thank you for adding to my thought process. That's dope. <laughs> but, yeah, man, it was funny because when um, my old lady first met my mom, she even told her straight up, this is what he's like. Huh. Can't convince him to do something he don't want. Yeah. He will let you. You will never be confused on how you feel. That's pretty much the two things, and to this day, yeah. So, yeah. but again, I do appreciate it because she has bettered my life. I'm gonna be honest; like, yeah. um, I couldn't imagine being me now in the dating realm. Oh no, sir! <laughs> oh my gosh! What? Oh wow! Yeah, that's a big point. That's a, <laughs> a huge point. One of the things, like, I know all people like, man, I couldn't marry being 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 uh, married. Y'all was restrained and nigga. I could not imagine being single. The stuff single people tell me about just dating yeah. and, and social media and these and these apps and all that. Because I've been in a relationship so long, I don't even know what to start. Know nothing about. Yeah, there was, I had someone had to explain Tinder to me. You know, <laughs> 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 like, what happened? And you, what you do now? Yeah. You swipe. Yeah. You know, and um, so like imagining myself having to get back into that field and date. And, and meet people and nah like I know for a fact that I would be like I would meet a woman and I would be judging her against my wife like oh yeah my yeah. wife didn't do that she yeah. didn't do that yeah <laughs> your lasagna that's don't taste that ain't right that's uh -huh. how my wife used to make it 
Yeah. <laughs> what also messes me up is I'm too frugal starting off. Man, I was going to hit on that money. Go ahead. I got to add to that. (laughs) You be hearing these stories about, oh, but you got to bring me to Perry's first day or to a steakhouse. I don't mm, I ain't going there. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Oh, you broke. Nah, I ain't that. (laughs) I had a guy I work with. He told me the same thing. He was like, Murph, a lot of these women, they want you to be on the streets. The ones that he's been attracting, because I know obviously it's still good women. It's a lot of women listen to the flagrant too, so we know we got love for y'all. But what he told me, and I quote, these women are looking for men that 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 that, that sell or quote unquote entrepreneurs. They don't want men that got real working jobs because they want all their time and or their money, but they don't know with the money comes time at their job. Murph, I don't know what she wants. Apparently this was this thing going around where have a guy with a nine to five is whack. Yep. Yeah. That's real, bro. Yeah, I, I, was, I remember Simone saying that, that she wanted a guy with a nine <laughs> she didn't want a guy with nine to five. She wanted someone who understood her lifestyle. Oh. And to that I would add, if you got two busy niggas, you got both of y'all super busy and both of y'all could end up in, you know, Las Vegas tomorrow, when y'all gonna ever be together? If I'm a nine to five and you know exactly when I'm off, huh. you know exactly when I'm gonna be at the house. Huh. And even <laughs> I asked the question because I said, I, I read it on Facebook and I said, okay, I got questions. I said, what do they mean by nine to five? Yeah. Are we talking about the fry cook or the investment banker? Huh. Because yeah. both of them were. Both of them really work nine to five. That's good. Banks yeah. close after five. Wall Street closed at three, basically. Yeah. So, what are we talking about? <laughs> and the higher you go up in the corporate ladder, at least for me, because you know I work in I work in IT, but I've been mm-hmm. doing it for a while, and I've gotten to a place where I barely work. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm mostly monitor. If you need me, you know where to find me. <laughs> but I'm not really doing balls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. That kind of thing affords me a lot of flexibility. Hey, what's up? Yo, oh, I can leave. I'm not doing shit. If they yeah. need it, they can call me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when she looks at a nine to fiver, I don't really feel like she's dealt with a dude who has that flexibility or it's not a fry cook or it's not working some job where they're like, you know, I don't know, uh, you're a garbage man and you got, I'm working for eight hours straight. Yes, I may have times where I'm working and I may be busy, but it's a lot of times I'm not doing nothing. I yeah, just leave. That's good. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I think her idea of what men are or what we do is, I don't know, if not a five is just tainted. Yeah, and I think I, I would just say this. If you got a guy who's an entrepreneur, kudos. That's great. But if you got a guy who's just productive and he's working, because at the end of the day, everybody can't be entrepreneurs. Right. That's not how, that's right. Not how econ- economics works. Facts. Right. You gotta have a worker. You gotta have the manager. You gotta have the person making the product, moving the product. Yeah. No, right. honestly, most important stuff about uh, the the economy is logistics. We saw that during the pandemic. Right. However, <laughs> and so to say, oh, well, I only mess with these people because I think they're doing more. And it's like the dude sell t-shirts though. I mean, I ain't knocking it, but I'm like, we make the same amount of money. Yeah, but he's more available. Yeah. It kind of points to daddy, like. Did you not get enough time with the men in your life? Is that why you, you re- crave this? But again, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> and, and, and I always hated the idea that because you have owned a business, you are somehow um, elevated or you're somehow better. You know what I'm saying? Every business is not created equal. Every man that you meet is not, there's an entrepreneur, is not fucking Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, no. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Most of these guys are struggling. I, I remember this quote that um, I always is being in business for yourself is not wanting to work eight hours for someone else so you can work 16 hours for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's exactly what that's like. Like, yeah, you think you want a guy who owns a business, but you don't understand the struggle it takes to become financially successful at that business. And that takes you not earning a salary that takes 18 hour days that takes putting all your time energy and effort into that business not you i'm at the business the business is my wife yeah and and that means i'm answering the phone at three o'clock in the morning because you know what international time is something crazy (laughs) so and, and, and again 
not knocking it, not knocking anybody who's independent contracting who came up with a great idea. That's by all means kudos. But to say that just because you work for someone or you decide, hey, this is what I kind of want to do, that you're somehow limiting yourself, I, I right. would vastly disagree. But yeah, yeah. And the last thing I will add to that is the checks regular as fuck. You know exactly when I'm gonna get paid. I ain't, I ain't gonna be waiting on no check. I'm waiting on that one call, every boo. Other week, yeah, I'm waiting <laughs> yeah. on that one call. Nah, this thing every every other Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I got a paper. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that, I think I want to do, and you can just say it's lazy. I, I want to do my job and go home, and not have to worry about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a big proponent of that. I do. Yeah. I, you get eight hours for me. I mean, outside of special circumstances, you get eight hours for me, and I go home and I don't think about the job. If it's on the weekend, huh. Friday, that Friday, I don't think about where I work until the Monday I roll up in that month. Come on, yep. <laughs> Supreme facts. You know? I like that. Cause look at us, but man. Content creators. And then this podcast and shit is like takes over your whole life. It's like your business now. I love it too. I dog. I love it. Four (laughs) hundred overall plus episodes. Anyway, strong, and I'm loving every minute of it. Anything else, fellas? Before we go, we've already gave the listeners an hour. So you said we talk too much. I, I, I know, no, I'm just <laughs> keeping a track of time because we all got the kiddos and the wives that's waiting for us to bless them with our presence. That's all. I call my I call my my son my executive producer now because he always like pulling the plug on me. Like, hey, it's been an hour. There it is. <laughs> that's smart. You say you're going okay. time. We gotta we, we gotta clear the airways. That's yeah, it. Before, before we head up out of here. I just want you guys to pray for me. My wife is going back to work. She's a teacher. She's oh, going no. back to work tomorrow. And I am straight daddy daycare tomorrow. It is all me. It's all yeah. me, baby. Yeah. And I don't man, I don't know how it's going to fly, but, you know, I got I, my fingers I, crossed. He'll be all right. He's, I, he'll be living when she get back. I oh, yeah. That that's much. important. <laughs> yeah. That's important. Hey, at least he ain't like mine yet where uh, he only like his mama and other women. And he'll look at me like, yo, I'm only want you when I'm ready to play, fam. Or change other my diaper. That, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he all, he already does that. My wife would do stuff with him. He'd just be laughing, kiki, kiki, kiki. And I would do the exact same thing. And he'd be like, you're not mommy. You didn't do the way mommy did it. You know what, little dude? At four months? <laughs> you know, what you doing here, man? I ain't calling for you. Exactly. That's funny. That's Where are your boobies at? <laughs> That's funny. Well, man, this was another dope episode, man. And yes, country boy, Q, flagrant two listeners and audience. Make sure y'all definitely uh, keep our brother, country boy, in his uh, prayers. That's Daddy Daycare is officially live tomorrow. Yes, it is. It's official. Um, and stop laughing at me, world. They be like, Merv, we didn't heard about some of your stories falling asleep on the kids. So, hey, I've, I've been doing this since 2000. And anyway, um, I, once every blue moon don't hurt, but anyway, uh, well, country boy, let the world know how they can find you, man, how they can find the podcast, and uh, we'll oh, wow. go from there. All right, um, I'm Country Boy, producer, producer of the Cut. You can find the Cut on uh, where well, you can find me on Twitter at the Cut Podcast One. You can find me on IG at the Cut underscore Podcast. You can find me at Facebook at the Cut Podcast One. Um, you can find the Cut on all major podcasting platforms and also on YouTube. Please support my YouTube channel because it is sad um, and. Also, uh, if you want to support One Mike, it's, it's, I'm doing amazing things. You can find that on all major podcasting platforms. I'm also uh, creating, um, you know, like audio, video, picture with pictures uh, to mix with my audio. So that's fire. And if you want to become a Patreon subscriber, hey, the, the bottom of the bio, just, just click for $2. $2, you can support all of this. <laughs> Facts. Thanks. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Q. All right, yeah. So um, on my Twitter, my personal Twitter would be uh, at underscore Q underscore the underscore great. If you want to hit up the show's podcast, it is at chopping no G 
it up underscore pod. Um, let's see. Also started a new podcast as well with a couple of buddies of mine called uh, Blurred Confidential. Oh, you ain't invite and, uh, you ain't invite me. I'm not a buddy no more. No, my bad. Go ahead. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being messy. I'm being messy, big dog. It's oh, all love. Nah, but this one's a little different. We just kind of, you know, a couple black nerds just talking about nerds. This one's a little bit more just on the entertainment aspect. And we talk about films, gaming, and all that good stuff. Copy that. Oh, uh, man, you got to let me, you got to get me in on this. Oh, there it is. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you can find that at Blurred World Order. That is on Twitter. And uh, I believe you can just look up Blurred Confidential on Facebook. That would be the Facebook page. And you can find all the podcasts on um, most places where you can find podcasts, but specifically Spreaker, um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. And if you do listen to us on uh, Apple, please uh, leave us a review. Um, give us a rating and, you know, let us know, you know, let us know how you feel about it. You know, if we can do more, do better, or we're doing all right. <clears throat> also, lastly, I have also started doing some streams on my PS4, just you know, an added component where I can just um, interact with people. So uh, you can Mr. just catch friendly. My- <laughs> 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 you know, you can catch my YouTube page. It's just under my name. You can either look up uh, QSimp05 or just my name, Quentin Simpson. Um, so I also, if you, if any of you fellas got a PS4 and y'all just want to talk noise while I fail at games or do well, it depends on the game. I'm always up for having people on that as well. That's so that's another platform that I've been trying to start up uh, since we mostly been indoors. So why not? Yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yes. No, that's dope. For the listeners out there, first time listeners, thank you for tuning in. The avid listeners, what up? I told y'all, I got, I got more dope, dope uh, combo guests to bless the platform. But man, this was fun. Country boy, keep holding it down, staying working. Q. Same thing, staying working to me. I mean, I get in where I fit in, y'all. But you can find the show on most platforms. Uh, if there's not a platform, make sure you let me know. We can definitely uh, gain uh, that exposure to uh, just reach more people and uh, keep bringing this weekly content. Social media handles at Isti Murph on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Working on the personal pages. Instagram and social media coming soon, so be on the lookout for that. Man, this has been another banger. We love y'all, and y'all already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Uh, D-Murph, you did it again. Setting trends like you wanted to win. Fighting the good fight, sick of the sins. Connect the dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because of brown, that's okay. I got the blood of a king. Sword in the dream, ain't all with a scene. Try to turn this to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These beliefs trying to kill y'all. I'm just here trying to heal y'all. So listen as we work. Dropping them gems now. Rocking with D-Murph. Tuning in as we get it in. So melanin. Being better men. We so adamant. About the culture. Sick of these vultures. We in the game now. Watch how we coach ya. Keep your guns in the holster. Love is life and that's how we approach it.